a spooky voice? Yes, that's as spooky as I can get it. It's a spooky. I, I actually only thought of DJ on Roseanne going, Welcome to the Tunnel of Terror. Uh, Remember? Uh, 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 <laughs> as actually Dan, but anyway. Yeah. Jesus. So, welcome to the podcast of scary shit. The spooky cast. The spooky cast. So prior to hitting the record button. Mm-hmm. So um, we were playing around and I said uh, something about if I died on the podcast <laughs> while I'm recording, this would be, you know, the... Uh, you you would need a new partner. You would, <laughs> you and said, I would want you to release it. And you said you wouldn't release it. And then I said, "What if I was like release this?" Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> I mean, I probably would, but I, that would be the end of the podcast. I don't think no. I. Would. No, we could. Hey, let's let's uh, really quickly let's interview who could replace me. Let's see. Are you trying to die? Not today. But you're planning on dying. I'm so planning that I will be dying at some point. And you want me to interview? No, people. I will pick. Let's see who. Who could be? This is weird. <laughs> who could be your? I would probably say Jaden. For him to be the second mic on the, mm-hmm. the podcast, or the first mic. That's weird. Because our daughters are rather annoying. Nah, that's not happening. You would bring me back to life and kill me if I made it your mom. I yeah, um, I'd, I'd bring you back to life to kill me. Oh, they! Oh, we could be dead together. I get to die twice. How fucking awesome is that? Maybe. How would that work? I I'd bring you back. She went to out life. with two bangs, not just one. You killed me, <laughs> but then how would you die? Mm, this is very morbid. I would. How would I? How would I choose to die then? For the second time. Uh, I'd probably overdose. Oh, what? I have like a kabillion pills back here. I would just take them all. But they never work on you, so what would happen? I know, I'd probably be wide (laughs) the fuck awake mad that I'm not You'd live an extra 20 years. Yeah, what the fuck? Um, No, my dumbass, I'd like, oh, damn, I'm so energized. What were these vitamins that I took? Yeah, Jesus. Um. (laughs) Terrible. (laughs) Would you like to do our customary shot? As always, that's why they're poured out. Okay. This is what we do. Okay. Tipsy and spooky. Cheers. The spooky cast. Thank you again, Mr. Daniels. Spooky. Was it spooky? No. I mean, he's dead, so thinking him might be weird. And we have another uh, advice request coming our way. I haven't gotten it yet. Oh, okay. That's always good to hear. Mm Mm-hmm. Those are always fun. And they seem like, I don't know who listens, but I would imagine those episodes would be very interesting for people to yeah. hear, hear some of the insanity <laughs> going on in life. Because that is life. Life is crazy. It, 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 very much. People very forget much. that. They don't remember that. <laughs> Spooky. So what are we doing this week? Okay. So... um. And it is that time of year again. Yes. The leaves are changing yeah. in between the 90 degree days this here we- in October. This weather makes no sense. None at all. Zero zip zilch. And But it is that time of year to think about all things uh, pumpkin and scary. <laughs> like how pumpkin gets its own 
Yes. Pumpkin spice, pumpkin spice, pumpkin spice. Scary shit. Pumpkin spice, pumpkin it's crazy. spice. <laughs> I don't even eat, like, I'll eat pumpkin pie. I don't do a lot of pumpkin-y stuff. Kalila just asked me, um, because uh, we are planning to do a pumpkin carving mm-hmm. family thing next weekend. Yeah. So she asked, what would I eat? be planning to do with the left you know the guts from the pumpkins Mm -hmm. and i told her i was uh planning to make at least one pie and probably pumpkin soup which i love and um then i'll bake and uh dry out the seeds a little so we can have pumpkin seeds pumpkin pie and pumpkin soup Mm -hmm. what you just take the innards of the pumpkin and cook it it has to be cooked and processed. You have to like I have that um, <coughs> that food processor, so it'll go through there. So it'll uh, be real smooth. Okay. So it'll be real smooth and creamy. You how, like pumpkin pie? How you get broth from the pumpkin? Well, no, it's going to be like a creamy like, soup, like a chowder. Kind of, yeah. More, I, I would say closer to like a tomato soup. Gotcha. But you wouldn't add any like water or anything. Mm, there's some there's some other stuff that go. It's mostly uh it's gonna be probably more cream. Like heavy cream? Mm-hmm. Got you. Okay. Yeah, I don't know how that stuff works. So <laughs> it's just it, it fascin making soup fascinates me. I like to cook. In case you didn't know. Yeah. Okay, so today's uh spooky cast. Spooky is, cast. Uh we decided to do our top five scariest movies ever. Yeah. Of all time. But the caveat was when you watched it, you were like. Yes. Yeah, we actually discussed this. So how, what was the conversation? I was like, it it should only be movies that like it scared us in the moment that we watched it. Because some stuff that you've watched now, like you go back and you're like, yeah, now I know how they did all this shit. Or don't scare me anymore. and, And, but the funny thing is I. Looking, even looking at my list, it's a lot of stuff I watched when I was younger because I don't get scared Ditto. like that anymore. No, I do. I just don't watch it. I so watch, now I can't get scared because I refuse to look at it. I don't say I'd watch a lot of horror, but I do watch a good amount of new stuff that comes out. TV and, you, and movies. You tend to watch... I, I've noticed though, your, ten, your tendencies go more towards uh, slasher. Uh, it depends. Yeah, it depends. I mean... I was never, like, the Paranormal Activity movies, they don't really do much for me. The Ring See, doesn't really those, do much for me. Those are, I'm not necessarily scared to watch the movie. And I re- and this is what I realized as we were. Uh, Putting your list together? Yeah, researching this stuff. Mm-hmm. Is I'm not scared. I'm just waiting for the jump scare to happen the mm-hmm. whole time. So I'm not really scared of what's going on on, this, on the the film mm-hmm. i'm really just waiting for the jump scare and that's but that's the thing it's like i know for me especially i'm a jumpy person but like these days there's so many horror movies that movies that come out and they all have the jump scare mm-hmm. and it, the jump scare itself has gotten to be so like overdone and overplayed that yes. now the movies do the thing where where you think it's supposed to be a jump scare, it's not. Like, you'd be in your room. Yeah, so when you chill, you now hear, the jump scare comes. You'd hear someone walking up the stairs like, oh shit, it's going to be a monster, go, go get him. And then it's like, 
a five-year-old boy like playing with the doll in in the hallway and then the jump scare comes afterwards yeah. so it's i've gotten in watching a lot of horror i've gotten tired of a lot of that stuff so nowadays it's it's either got to be something really fucked up or just like really well done for me to be like you know that was a good and horror movie see i i think the the reason it, or i get scared so easily is i get super invested or super like focused when i'm watching a movie so i'm mm-hmm. all about whatever's going on on that screen yeah. i'm not somebody could be downstairs knocking on the door da, 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 da. i'm mm-hmm. not here i'm so invested in it so Into i get so caught up in the story that everything else kind of goes away Word. so because i'm so in it i feel like i'm in the movie like i'm in this movie watching this happen like i'm Word. not part of the movie but i'm like really You're right really there invested. so even though i'm at home in our bed watching our much smaller tv mm-hmm. um it's just like if i was in a movie theater where gotcha. it's like dark and i'm and that's my only focus 100%. so i zone out and jump and freak out the whole time so now i'm a big wuss so now when you guys all say, oh, mom, this movie came out. Oh, babe, this movie came out. Da, 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 da. Mm. So I go on Wikipedia and I read the whole read plot the thing. Whole plot. And I read, and then I feel like I saw enough or I heard enough or I know enough. No, that makes sense. And I don't have to watch it. I can read it and be fine. I, but if I watch the movie, I'm like, the, the imagery haunts me at, oh, that's good. The imagery yeah, haunts me yeah. when I go to sleep. And I have very vivid dreams. And even now, like, you don't know this, uh-huh. and, and I'm telling you this now, there's at least, for sure, once a week, as many, I'd say, as, like, three, maybe four, where I have horrible nightmares where I'm waking up scared to death mm. and trying to not open my eyes, scared to what I'm going to see if I open my eyes. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I do this every week without fail. From what? I haven't. It's just something in the room where I'm just, and I don't even always remember. Most of the time, 99.9%, I don't remember the dreams. That makes sense, yeah. But something's just scaring the daylights out of me. And when I wake up, I'm still super scared. Word. And it, like, it takes a few minutes, but I'm so used to it happening now. Yeah. That I can calm myself down again yeah. and go back to sleep. I never got like that. And if I'm... Uh, if my back is to the edge of the bed, I have to turn over. I feel like whatever. Oh, really? Yeah, like I can't have my back to the edge of the bed. Like I have to turn over. You scary, scary. Yes, I'm like petrified, scary, like shaking, scary. I was never. I even as a kid, I never really had that. And I've always said it, and and we'll talk about why as we're going through our list. Yeah, I I never. And I've I watched. Will put this in dedication to my. Uh. Uh not good parents mm. yeah i feel like i've i've i watched a lot of scary movies horror movies growing up and it's always something i've watched but i think it is literally did your mom know you were watching these things uh no See, but i th- i think i'd seen a couple of scary movies when i was younger and then But when you're young, where are you getting access to the movies? It'd be over someone's house. Like my Aunt Zena 
Like, That's I, what I'm saying, though. So you I had watch, adults that really weren't. I watched. They, they were letting you guys watch stuff that they probably shouldn't have been letting you watch yet. Probably. And that's how my parents were. Same Probably, thing. Probably, but I mean, it never, it never really fucked with me. It never really. I, it, I, it I don't think I'd ever, it ever affected me like that. Tortured and followed me for my, for nighttime, for being able to sleep my whole life. Yeah, you definitely never expressed. That's interesting. You never expressed that before. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so let's start the top five scariest movies of all time. Okay. Won't you go first? Number five, uh, trilogy of terror. That was, and it's only the one part. But that was that now trilogy of terror. That was a TV movie. It was a TV movie. Uh huh. I never watched it before, but I, I've seen the cover lady's before. Lady's name. Now I can't think of her name because she plays in all of it. It's like a a pretty decent named actress, right? Like she wasn't a top top star, but I think she was pretty yeah prominent. What the hell is her name? Karen Black. Yes. She's in every story. Yes. Now, I remember I remember the the <laughs> poster of the cover cuz there's like that little figure. Yeah, the um Is that the one that fucked you up? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The little doll. We should make that the cover. <laughs> we could. Um it was an ABC Tuesday movie of the week. Uh let's see. It was only on one night. Yeah. Okay. But after that, you were able to catch it. No, I meant like, because I know like a lot of the Stephen King TV movies were like two night things. So, um. That's the only reason I asked. Yeah. So. Let's see. Okay. So there was three of them. One's called Julie. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. One is called Millicent and Therese. Millicent. That name's weird. I like it. Amelia. Which one was um, the one with the little... Amelia. Okay. Lives alone in a high-rise apartment building. She returns home after a fateful shopping spree carrying a package containing a wooden fetish doll crafted in the form of a mishappened aboriginal warrior equipped with razor-sharp teeth and a spear. Jesus. A scroll comes with the doll claiming that the doll contains the actual spirit of Zuni, a Zuni hunter named He Who Kills. And that the gold chain adorning the doll keeps the spirit trapped within. As Amelia makes a call to her mother, we learn that she suffers from her mother's overbearing behavior. She struggles to justify her independence and cancels her plans for the evening, claiming she has a date. As she leaves the room, we see that the Zuni fetish doll's gold chain has somehow fallen off. Okay. And there ensues the insanity of the rest of the movie. Mm. And so it's just her trying to get away from this thing and can't get out of her apartment. And this thing is like all of like 10 inches high or some shit. It's like soup, but it's like super, super creepy. And uh, it winds up possessing her. The doll does. At the end. Yeah. So she she becomes the Zuni hunter. um, And she's just sitting there with the knife going like. With her, you know, like her teeth bearing and going like this. But she don't actually like. Do, do, do people die, or it's just that, it ends that way? It ends that you ends known she, that she, you she's know about that to she, go on a spree. Yes, or, that's crazy. Although it's, I would imagine uh, a human size uh, woman is probably easier to kill than this little fucking doll that can just hide under everything. Yeah, but I and think it doesn't have any flesh. So how do you kill it? It's like th- that's it's yeah, like pre Chucky. Yeah, I think uh, that's that's always an interesting one. Mm-hmm. These little things that come from nowhere, seemingly, and and 
end up terrorizing. That thing scared the crap out of me. <laughs> it reminds hearing the story reminds me of uh, you, did you ever see Tales from the Hood? Mm-hmm. The story with the um, Corbin Burnson. Now again, see, I saw this. Yeah, what year did this come out? Trilogy of Terror, nineteen seventy five. So I would have been four. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot to handle. Yeah. And and it's that's bad because you're four. I'm assuming you had dolls or toys that you would mm-hmm. play with and automatically it's uh you don't know whatever weird figure that you have in the toy box is probably looking like a zuni hunter that's gonna possess you and make you start mm-hmm. stabbing people it says the first follows a college professor who seeks vengeance over her date rape the second about twin sisters who have a bizarre relationship the third focuses on a woman terrorized by a zuni Zuni fetish doll in her apartment. Black stars in all three segments and plays dual roles in the second. Crazy. That's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. They don't normally do that. You know? Unless it's like people playing twins. Well, it was twin sisters. No, but I'm saying she played in every part. Yeah. There's not too many movies where... Or even like too (laughs) many shows where like that one person is playing multiple people throughout... Yeah, the thing, and it's the whole thing is only seventy two minutes long. That's weird. So they're about roughly twenty minute segments or so. Yeah, uh, yeah running, makes plus sense. commercials. Yeah, that makes because it was on TV. That makes sense. So there is a terror trilogy of terror two, which I have no desire to see. That yeah. was released in ni- nineteen ninety six. They went from seventy five to ninety six. Jesus, that's a big jump. I guess that means it'll be coming back out soon then. Maybe they had little Zuni babies. I'm saying they're they're bringing everything back. Uh, it's fucking ridiculous. Creep show just came back as a as a TV series, which it's cool. But you know, let's get some original ideas you know. out there. Anyway, so what was your number five? My number five, and these movies normally don't make me scared, but it was Nightmare on Elm Street two, which was about the boy who was in high school and Freddie starts killing people. But Freddy you, killed people. But you don't realize that Freddie is actually killing people. Like he is like the host for Freddie. So you would see Freddie literally like emerge from his body and then go kill a motherfucker. And then he'd just be he'd come back and be like, what the fuck happened? And then like everybody thinks it's him. But there's one scene in the movie where it's towards the end where like he's going into Freddy's lair or Freddy's area or whatever to confront him. And uh, there's these dogs, these Rottweilers. Mm-hmm. But they have like, <laughs> sounds so stupid. It's these <laughs> Rottweilers that have like human faces. <laughs> they're like these mean, angry looking babies, but they're these rabid fucking dogs. Okay, I'm going to have to Google search this one because I got to see. Go ahead. Do you want it, it? That image alone. It's just like it. The movie didn't freak me out. Seeing these human face dogs. I, I feel like it was two of them. And it, and it, it fucked me up because I remember watching it when I was young. And then watching it when I would have been I would have been 18. And still being like, that's the, the creepiest shit I'd ever seen in my life. I've actually, I, I, yeah. you see it, right? Let me yeah. see it. Yeah, yeah. It looked worse <laughs> in the movie. Those are like recreations. That looks, they look worse in the movie. 
Let me see. Did it say oh. what they're called? Yes. Ugh. That's <laughs> gross. It's a corroded baby. Like it's it's its face is all like peeling and shit. Yeah, that fucked me up. <laughs> That's they're called everybody seems to just refer to them as the demon dogs. That makes sense. Yeah, that, that fucked me up. That image in a movie scared the shit out um, of me. Um, if we ever get a dog, just so you know, that's a costume you can buy for your dog. Get a, a face for it? A human mm-hmm. face for yeah, the dog? Yeah, of that one. Uh, yeah, I'm with it. That's fine now. <laughs> I won't bug out, but I remember being scared of that. Yeah, when, well, uh, yeah, that's like, uh, you know, like uh, some twisted shit. Yeah, no, I was really fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> I have only seen the first night. I think I've seen bits and pieces of all of them, but I'm mean, they get redundant after a while. It's just what what current ways can we make people? Yeah, that's die? all of them. But it's because I remember there's it's like it gets to the point where it's like, oh, video games are popular. Let's put a guy in a video game, and then he dies you in know? the level. Like it's always that. I know I saw the first one, and I saw the one. Where it's actually Robert England as himself playing. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, like a, a pre-burned up Freddy. Yeah. Yeah. Know? That probably was the fifth one. I think, was it Freddy's Dead? It was like showing um, it shows that it, the nun that got raped. and. Yeah. It's, it's basically like giving you the backstory yeah. on what happened. Yeah. yeah. And I, li- I remember liking that one only because, you know, again, I like the backstories mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that to see how he became this horrible. Oh, yeah, that was person. a good one. Like going in the boiler room and all that yeah. shit. Yeah, that was a good. That was a that was one of the better ones because some of those Freddy movies are fucking bad. It's <laughs> just bad. Yeah, and I like that one. So that was an and interesting I, one. I liked Robert Englund because I remember my introduction to him was V. Mm hmm. I've only known him as Freddy. Yeah. I don't think I've seen him at anything else but be Freddy. And he was so nice in V, even though he was one of the aliens. Mm-hmm. But he was, like, really nice, and you, uh, he was, like, treated horribly, and you, you kind of felt bad for him. Word. So, Word. Like your... he wasn't one of the peop- one of the aliens trying to eat people. Um, <laughs> at least for, the, for, that, for that film, for that part. Number four, I do not understand this movie at all, never understood what the hell was happening, but okay. was scared shitless. Phantasm. I don't think I ever watched Phantasm. Okay, so we should watch it so maybe I can figure out what the hell I saw because okay. I don't know what. Okay, so how? Let's see. Phantasm. I've heard of fan. There's a there's a bunch of older horror movies that I try and make my way through. Like I need to watch The Thing before Halloween this year. Um, or uh, like like Leviathan. Oh, I love Leviathan. There's another one. That's really good. I'll watch that one with you. There's another one. To me, Leviathan is very much the fucked up version of the Abyss. Word, word. Um, the residents. Oh, okay. So this is Phantasm. Mm-hmm. The residents of a small town have begun dying under strange circumstances, leading Mike uh, to investigate. After discovering that the tall man. Uh, the town's mortician is killing and reanimating the dead as misha- misshapen zombies. Ooh. Mike se- seeks help from his older brother, Jody, and local ice cream man, Reggie. What? Working together, they try to lure out and kill the tall man, all the while avoiding his minions and the deadly silver sphere. 
Okay. So in this movie, this is the main thing I remember is wherever you went in his in this like crazy uh, building that he was in, mm-hmm. there was like these long hallways and stuff. And everywhere you went, there was this uh, metal ball. Okay. And the metal ball was coming at you, and you had to try to get away from it. So the metal ball had uh, when it got close enough to you that it knew it was going to get you or a little like drill thing would come out oh shit and it, as it's still moving towards you and it would get you in the head and then as it burrows into your head a little from the other side a little hole would open up and all your blood would start to pour out through the sphere through, through the sphere wow it was like so fucked up and that's what i remember and that's one of the things that when i have dreams it chases me what how old were you when you saw that let's see how old Eight. That would have been at a drive-in? Probably. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, so like my parents would take us to go see movies, so we'd be like seeing three fucked up movies in one night at the drive-in movie theater. Were, you were scared? And then go home and go to sleep. When you were watching the them, you were scared, or was it oh more thinking gosh, about yes. it? Scared and um, and like scared as I was watching it, Yeah. but my, my stepdad was like... Um, I don't think he did it to be, and like, I, I definitely don't think he did this to be mean. He thought it was funny. So he would be like, no, open your eyes, you mm. know, and like make you watch it because he thought it was hysterical. That, not realizing. Not realizing that you're really, really, really scared. Mm-hmm. You know, he just, he didn't comprehend that part of it. Right. Um, and I think because for him, they were funny. Yeah. He they figured everybody should have been having a laugh. Yeah, and he it just didn't occur to him. So, you know, I'm not if anybody, you know, my sister or some other person hears this and says, so she was on the podcast saying, you know, yeah. I'm not saying that. He mm-hmm. was a fucked up father for that. Word. Um, but, yeah, I think he just, you know, he was that person that uh, wanted to make sure all the lights were off when we were in the living room watching a, a scary something or other. You know, he really dug scary movies. That you know, like that was something he really enjoyed. But just didn't realize. And then he would like make be that person to like uh, jump scare you in the middle of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like put like like put his hands on the back of your neck when you're not expecting it, and like like make it feel like there's like a bug or something touching you or grabbing you from behind. Mm-hmm. So that was him. Not real. So in addition to these fucked up movies, they had me watching. <laughs> No, he's trying to scare you know, the shit out of you. Yes. So. Damn. So, yes. So, Phantasm. So, we I should add that, that to our list. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Of, I have to. Horrible movies to watch. I'm with it. I'm with it. And the, I didn't realize that. Um, you ever hear of Angus Scrim? Mm, doesn't sound familiar. Okay. So, he he's the tall man. But now it makes me wonder. It's like if that's like a pre-slender man. <laughs> it could be. Let's All see, that shit is based Angus... off of something. Or referencing something. The, t- the tall see. man. That's a cool name. I am. He looks familiar. Yeah, he does. Uh, I don't know what else he played in. That's a, I like the name though. Angus Angus Scrim. That's two M's. Yes. Yeah, that's dope. He um he died in 2016. Damn, too tall. I wonder how tall he really was. Tall, <laughs> tall enough. Let's see. Let's see if it says. Uh, he was tall enough to be the tall man. What the hell did, did I don't know where my phone just took me to. <laughs> Let's see. Let's okay. See. Angus. 
Oh, and he was on. He was in all the sequels too. There were Phantasm sequels. Mm-hmm. I did not know yeah. that. Oh, I would definitely not have uh, <laughs> watched any of that. How tall was this man? Of course, Wikipedia says nothing. Six foot four. That's not that tall. I guess it depends on. To appear even taller when playing the tall man, he wore suits that were several size too small and platform shoes. Yo, he was he was the tall man up until there was a Phantasm sh- movie mm-hmm. that came out in 2016. He was the tall man in that. Makes sense. That's crazy. He's got a long filmography. That's crazy. Oh yeah, he had two movies that were after he passed. Yeah, this says this one Wikipedia page says the character Slenderman is inspired by Tall Man. Oh wow. I did not know this. That's <laughs> Maybe that's crazy. why I don't like Slenderman. <laughs> okay, so what was your number four? My number four is Carrie, but it's literally for the very end of Carrie. When it looks like the hand comes up. Well, the hand definitely comes up, but it's like I mean, but Okay, so I don't mean the hand part when it's like the rocks and and the in the yard yeah, where, like, yeah, where yeah. the house was, uh-huh. but it it always looks if you watch where um, uh, Sue is waking up from having that nightmare of yeah. mm-hmm. of Carrie's arm coming up through the door, and you watch the blankets. It looks like the blanket is cupping her arm, so it looks like it's still like she's still being grabbed. Oh, I need to rewatch. I, I feel. <laughs> I I don't remember why I wasn't in school that day. There's a, it might have been a snow and day. See, Carrie's one of my favorite movies, but it does not scare me. There was. I feel so horrible for her. There was a reason why I wasn't in school because I watched. I went to sleep, and I remember waking up. It was light outside, but it was dumb early. It was like five thirty in the morning, six in the morning. I was at, I was probably still in high school, but I remember, I think I might have been like ninth or tenth grade. And it was coming on HBO at six in the morning. And I said, "Fuck it, I'm I'm not doing anything else. I'm going to watch this movie." And I'm I was engrossed in Carrie. It was probably one of the better like nobody's messing with me, no nothing movie experiences I've ever had. And I was I was hanging on, and it was at that end part, and homegirls walking by the damn house, and the hand comes up. I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> like that might have been the only jump scare that got me. Like I was, I was, but I was so engrossed in the movie and, and everything do, you, that had you, happened. You feel you did feel so bad for her, for Carrie, for Carrie, yeah. And then for Sue because you know Sue didn't do anything wrong. She's the one that had to deal with it all. Yeah, and uh, then everybody she cared about is gone. Were you know? th- that was a great movie, um, probably one of Stephen King's best. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and, and like like you said, the movie didn't scare me. You know, I'd already seen stuff about like mutants and people moving things with their minds so like it wasn't like but a it's foreign. just a good story it's, it's just a, it's a really dope story it's it felt i mean it's kind of weird to watch a movie where a girl hits hits puberty and all of a sudden she's like this master sorceress or mm-hmm. whatever but i think it was the performances of carrie and, and her mom yes you know that basic a, and, uh, every everything in the house oh my gosh what is the mom's name i couldn't tell you She's, she's very got good. some weird name that I that somebody else was named for her, uh, Piper Laurie. Oh, okay. But the, okay. Uh, the girl that played in um, 
my gosh. What was the one? The remember the movie? They were in New Jersey, and she moves to New York to go be a singer songwriter. Coyote Ugly. Coyote Ugly. Piper Paraboo. That's she was named, named after, after her. her. Yeah. Got you. Got you. So that's the only time I've ever heard the name, and then I heard it another time, and I was like, okay. Piper. And yeah, Piper's not a normal. No. Especially for like a first name, let alone a last yes. name. But uh, yeah, it's literally just that part. The rest of the movie didn't knives getting thrown at the mom and all this other shit going on didn't trip me out at all. Mm-hmm. That part where it felt all sunny and the arm came up and then she starts screaming that fucked me up. Yeah, and well, it's a it's a pivotal moment, you know. Yeah, and I think you kind of walk away like even though. It's the end of the movie, you know, all these kids are dead. It's all over. Carrie's dead. Her mom is dead. Mm-hmm. It's not over. No, yeah, people still you know, have to deal with that. People still have to deal with it, you know. So, like, Carrie, you know, you you might not have re- remembered Carrie when you were walking through the hall in 10th grade because she was that kid everybody chose to ignore. Where? You're going to remember her from now on now. There was... I like movies that do that, especially when it's... Because I hate when... I'm going to watch them... But, like, the two Halloween movies that they're working on right now to be mm-hmm. the sequels, when I was watching the, the the Halloween movie that came out, was it last year? Um, I knew at the end, I'm like, they're, it's a fucking sequel. But I, I, hate, I hate when everything doesn't get resolved yeah. because they're going to do a sequel. Yep. Like, something like Carrie where you see there's, this another, and there's another movie I watched this year about... It's so convoluted, but I actually like it. It was this kid. You want another shot? Yeah. This kid got... <laughs> the day that this kid was born, his soul was possessed by this like serial killer guy. And as he was growing up, he was manifest... Like, he was speaking in native tongues. You know, he was doing, like, some real sadistic shit around the house who was like scaring his parents and throughout the movie the serial killer starts to manifest and really starts to take over the kid's life um and i think i seen a commercial it was what the fuck was his name the kid had two different colored eyes was it like the the mother was trying to like protect him yeah and the father was the father the father was like yo something's wrong wrong. with this kid um, it w- it wasn't a great film, but I think I remember for, seeing the commercial, and I kind of sort of wanted to see it. It's on, we have it on Plex, just like for what the film was in terms of a modern horror movie. It reminded me of a lot of older horror. What the fuck was the name of this shit? Though, hold on, I'm going through my uh, what are the new movies that I watched this year to see if I can remember. This would have been this year. The kid was good, but like at the end of the movie, like it, it, there was no sequel for it. But the prodigy, the prodigy is what it was called. Okay. Um, when you end the movie, it's 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 a similar thing where it's like the story's not over, but I've not heard that they're doing a prodigy mm-hmm. sequel. So that's it. But I like the I, I like the idea that you I've, can leave it hanging a little bit. Yeah, I've watched this movie and my mind can think about where this story's going to go. Mm-hmm. As the credits, because I mean, it it opens the world up. It's like, yo, this yeah. whatever this terror is, it's not done. Yeah. But you know, being able to to end a movie like that and leave 
those things open like they did with Carrie, where you, mm-hmm. you know that that story is not finished. People are still affected by that. It always, that's what I think tripped me out more yeah. than anything else. Yeah, and Sue did really well at the end because she was like screaming. Yeah, all that like, fucking hollering was a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, hey. And she looked genuinely like really, hundred, really scared. She, I remember know? her in she, that bed screaming yep. and wailing and people trying to help her. And yeah, it was a wrap. Yep. You want to take this so, shot? Yes. And then you'll do your numero trace. <sighs> yeah, what's your number three? Remember when we. Went to Russell Island. Which time? Either time. Okay. And we jumped off the bridge. Mm-hmm. And so, and then the second time, I'm waiting down at the on the water level, waiting for Jane to jump down. And and the water was getting you. So the movie Jaws has mm-hmm. fucked me up for life. Mm-hmm. So I am always wondering what's swimming under me, what's swimming around me. No, I hear you. What's, hear you. What is something? If something were to touch me in that moment, I would just drown myself in fear right then yeah, and there. Like, the whole area around you would have been Oh, yellow. my God. Jaden would have been like jumping in the water. I would have seen a shark. I'd have like, okay, well, maybe it'll get Jaden and I can swim away. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, it's fucked up. But, um, you know, it. I can't, and me and Jen, my sister Jen, we talked about it. How when we were at Wildwood last year, uh-huh. she and I couldn't go out anymore. Like as you get for, I don't know if it's a getting older thing or whatever. The more but you start thinking about it, yeah. And I, you, you remember, I used to swim way out, yeah, yeah. And I don't, I, I can't, I physically can still do it. Something mental, mentally, mentally, no. Yeah. My brain's like, you don't know what the fuck is out there. You psyched your own self out. Yeah. So I, I really have. I've Word. psyched myself out. Um, I knew I was changing years ago. We had went to a carnival when we were living with my parents. Uh-huh. We took the girls. Yeah. And you and the girls went on. <clears throat> and I was videotaping with whatever god awful cell phone camera we had at the time. The b- shouts out the blackjack. You know, I th- was it a blackjack? I don't, I don't even know if it was. I, I think we still had our Nextels. I don't even know. <laughs> that blackjack was a was a, a I love game changer, though. Who put that? Sa- was that a Samsung? It was Samsung. Yeah, it was a good phone. Um, uh, so I remember looking, you know, trying to enjoy you guys being on the ride. You know, we you know we hadn't been together but like a year. Mm-hmm. At that point, and watching you with the girls was just like, you know, it was nice to see you and them bonding and doing mm-hmm. stuff together. My brain couldn't do that. My brain was like, okay, that bolt on the bottom looks really rusted. Uh-huh. Like, oh my God, look, there's no there's no washer, per, yeah. you know, between the bolt and the base. <laughs> and, oh my God, that one over there. Okay, is it wobbly over there? Like, I, that doesn't look tight. I and, do that every time I get on a roller coaster with Jaden mostly. Yeah, but and yeah. I can't, my brain is just like, I'm so, I hate being an adult. It can be a lot, yeah. You know, so, but I feel like, um, yeah, Jaws, Definitely. I can be, and I feel like that's why I, because one of my favorite things to do is be in the water. Yes. But, and I really did. One of the things I really appreciate with us being at Russell Island was the shallow water. And it's mm-hmm. so clear. So there's no question on what's around you. You, you can, can see, see everything. It all. Yeah. Um, and a big shark like that wouldn't be able to fit because the water's too shallow. <laughs> Where? No, you're not wrong. Um, 
you know, so I felt relatively safe. But even then, I still felt a certain way about like the remember the parts that was like that grassy stuff that the seaweed stuff was all yeah kelp and all that mm-hmm. so like even in there i kind of didn't want you or the kids going near it and even though you you sometimes went over there mm-hmm. and you were swimming over it i'm biting back telling you to not go over there because you think something's gonna come out because i just don't know Word. that makes sense and that's all the fault of a big mechanical shark that didn't exist <laughs> Shouts out, Joe. <laughs> classic horror film. You know. A classic horror film. Was that film. Spielberg? Uh, something like that. I should know. I don't know. I'm not as well-versed about uh, Jaws, but that is an epic. It is an epic. Um, My number three is not an epic at all. Uh, I remember the first time watching this movie and just being transfixed by it. Did you ever see The People Under the Stairs? No, you've told me about it. I've never watched it. I... This and there's another pick on this list. Um, I've written, I've wrote about the other film before, but it's always fascinated me looking at horror films set in or having main characters who are black or from black communities. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I don't want to say they're rare, but like for no, it's rare, it's they don't you don't get to see that a lot. And mind you, people under stairs took place in a suburbs, but it was, it's essentially a kid and like his uncle. It's, I think, believe the guy's being raped. I'm not you sure. You know what's always weird to me about that too what? is because obviously not every black person, because I've not met them all, mm-hmm. uh, but a lot of the black people I know are very superstitious. Yeah. So you would think there'd be more movies. It's, it, it's not a lot. Like, and, and this movie plays on that a lot about going into a white neighborhood not knowing what the fuck is going on and then like really you know paying the price for it like literally the kid and his uncle are like trying to pull some schemes they're trying they heard that there's some money or something in the house so they're trying to figure out a way to you know trick these people not realizing that like the people that own the house are... So that's the criminal thinking that everybody else is a victim. Facts. And not that anybody else could be doing some fucked up shit. <laughs> and you get in the house and it's literally... There are people living under the stairs. But it's like these people that they go to the house and you never see them anymore. And they've just got like these people... There's, there's motherfuckers in the stairs. There's this one guy that found his way to get out the stairs and is like traveling through the walls and shit and like trying to you know sneak around it was a fucked so up movie so what's the what's the point of the you gotta get out so they they try to rob the family the, the fa- family is like holding these other people hostage or something they're they're the family they're it's it's a, a husband and a wife and they're just they're fucking nuts like there, there's like there's a crazy. Ba- I haven't watched the movie in a while, but there is like a backstory as to who they are and like their status in the community. And like people knowing that they were crazy and not really trying to fuck with them. But yeah, like I, I I believe it was people who would like do them wrong or people that they thought could get them in trouble. They would incapacitate them, throw them in the fucking basement, and they, they these people would just be living under the house while the top is supposed to look normal quote unquote um they fuck around I, it, it, does the uncle and the nephew get out the nephew does the ne- that's the main story is like the nephew 
getting trapped in the house and trying to get out. Um, it There's was, a reason I haven't watched this on purpose. Because you're scared of the, the basement? claustrophobia. It, it, it's and, a lot of that. Yeah, it, there's, when you there's said a lot people of that under the it. stairs, I immediately, and you, I remember you telling me about people being in the walls, and I was like, yeah, I am not going to be able to watch this movie. Oh, that's great. It's, it's, it's a real, it's a, if you get scared of like the noises your house makes or like walking past a door that's it's like really dark and you don't know mm-hmm. what is in there it's it's one of those films that will fight was it west craven i think it's west craven he's a genius the film is great but again i when i saw it because the movie channel used to show a lot of oh my gosh i remember that these like b horror movies just like horror movies that wouldn't play on hbo and i watched the movie channel a lot more than i would watch hbo for you know these movies that i'd never seen before and i remember that coming on and just being transfixed like i i relate to the characters and then the story is so much crazier than what i thought it was gonna be originally i I feel like i remember seeing the commercials but actually watching the movie um it was different than what i thought it was gonna be but it it, it, just and you saw this at the movies or no this was at home this would have been on tv when it when it hit uh cable that's a lot of the movies that i watched back in the day were when it would hit HBO or the movie channel or whatever. I, I went to the movies, but like I do now, it's usually like the bigger box office films. A lot of the smaller ones I would catch randomly. Yeah, I'm realizing uh, Trilogy of Terror was on TV, so that, uh-huh. that's where I saw it. All the other ones on my list I saw. You went to the theater? At the drive-in. I saw none of the movies on my list I saw at the theater. I saw them all on TV or on tape when it came out what's your number two halloween i love halloween the first one was i don't even know how old i was on that one you uh, would have been seven yeah see i was way too young with yeah you would have been a seven. very sensitive nature it, to be watching these damn movies I be, i'm pretty sure it was the 40th anniversary when uh when the 2018 version came out last year okay so that shit is that's scary my aunt nilda uh, my dad's sister took me to go see it with her daughters mm-hmm. um and i only made it as far as i remember a german shepherd getting killed okay, were, at the beginning yeah, yeah but so you were relatively early into this and i freaked out and started crying and screaming mm-hmm. and they had to take me it was at the movie, and the, this was at a theater, not a drive-in. Mm. Um, so the movie theater was in large shopping center, mm-hmm. and it's now the Retro Fitness. I remember, I remember. And um, so they had that was the Eric Theater. Yes, yeah. it was Eric. I was oh. green. I'm like, I know it was green. Mm. And um, so she had to take me out to the lobby because they already paid, so they were not leaving. They were missing the, the uh-uh. movie. Yeah. So. Um, she took me up to the lobby and uh, sat me down and got me popcorn and a soda, and I and they left me there. And so after like twenty minutes, I was bored, so I went back to watch the rest of the movie. Uh, and 
I was still petrified the I whole bet. the it, whole way through. It, it, I couldn't handle just the dog. Yeah, I knew the movie doesn't get I any better. I was little and I was scared being in a lobby by myself. Yeah, you know, so yeah. it, that, that movie does not get any better after no, the fucking dog. No, yeah. and I just remember crying and crying and crying. Well, because I with that movie after because I rewatched it before uh, the the these the fuckers new... all gave me PTSD, make me watch. No, for movies. real. Well, but I, that's what I'm saying. I think like part of it was just like. There's a lot of shots where the camera is supposed to be Michael Myers looking at shit. So yeah. it felt a lot realer. Like he's walk, he's following people down the street yep. after school. He's, and I remember in um, Halloween two in the very beginning, when he's out and you're following him go through the house. He's looking for a knife. You know, he's hiding from people before he's going. Like they they did a really good job of putting you into. I mean, the driver's seat for, you know, that particular you character. Know, the, I don't remember which Halloween one it was, but there was this one thing that happened in one of the movies that was the most horrendous thing, and it stuck with me for years and years and years. Uh-huh. And it was a stupid song, and it was like, three more days till Halloween, Halloween. I think that was oh, the first one, yeah. Oh, my yeah. God, that shit stuck with me just to no end that's, I was that's why like, freddy krueger oh, had the one two freddy's coming for you i bet i was like oh my god and every year when halloween's coming around and people that song is in my head for yeah, weeks and yeah. i'm just like and in my head i'm like 12 more days till halloween, halloween, halloween. <laughs> like i'm like oh my god like these little kids shut the fuck up yeah i think i think they i think that would have been in the first one it probably went through a bunch of them but i, I feel like it was in the first one at least damn <laughs> I fuck with those movies. <laughs> I do. But I didn't watch, excuse me, I didn't watch a Halloween film until 96. I like, I didn't, it was, it was a while before I saw the first Halloween movie. I think I saw like four or five first and I didn't know any backstory. I'm like, this just looks weird. Like at that point it was just bad. Mm-hmm. So it took me a while to actually get to that and understand. Because, I mean, it is a fairly iconic... I feel like it was one of the first, like, real, like, slasher films. Mm-hmm. It was, it was that and then, you know, the Jasons and everything started coming out and all these other film, movies started... I think it was also... I feel like it was also the one that kind of kicked off the whole franchise thing like yeah. there was nightmare on elm street one two three and that but that like, was still later yeah that would have been like 84 was, uh, i think friday the 13th but there was it yeah. all started really with halloween, halloween. would have been the one where yeah. they they were going back to mm-hmm. that and I, I, it was just perfect like do you it, have a preference of the three i think artistically the first two Halloween films are probably better. No, I mean of uh, Halloween, Friday the. 13th, That's what I'm saying. I say I think I think if I'm looking for just like a well done horror film, mm-hmm. I'd probably go to the Halloweens. It's it, they're not like big budget. It feels a lot more realer, you know. Um, I like the fact that I and I mean they all kind of stuck in a one location. Yeah. But the Halloween movies, you really feel like you're in your own neighborhood. Yes, you know, exactly. Like, yes, exactly. I think the the Nightmare on Elm Streets. They're Freddy's such a hokey character. Yeah. He's he's telling jokes. There's all these weird ways people die. Like it it does become like uh like you said hokey and like it's just not believable. Yeah, but that but that makes those films a lot more fun. They're a lot more easier to ingest. Yes. You, you're just waiting for. 
what stupid way these people are going to yeah and that's why i can kind of watch those because again it's like i'm just waiting for the jump scare i'm not really scared when i was growing up i was probably more of a and also like freddie looked cooler like he he had like the the thing on the the fucking glove with the knives on his hand Mm -hmm. like that looked cool to me when I, I was, thought it was funny that that came out around the same time, like Michael Jackson and his glove. A hundred percent. It was it, maybe maybe there was part there was something there. But I think um, when I was younger, it was that. As I get older, I think I'm more of a John Carpenter's Halloween guy. Jason, I I'd watch Jason movies. Um, those are probably the dumbest to me. Yeah, I I definitely. Um, I grew up on the Friday the 13th and the Halloween movies. Um, I definitely like the Halloween movies. It just feels more, you know, for obvious reasons, it feels more believable, which makes it a little more more scary. It's just somebody out there that's unstable. 100%. And they're out there trying to get everybody. 100%. You know, versus, you know, some guy, you know, some kid who, who died as a kid and his mother killed everybody. Somehow the kid is dead and grew up into a man wearing a hockey mask. Yeah. Or like a guy like, that only gets you when you're sleeping. Yeah. Like he, um, like I never understood the whole, okay, if he was dead. How does this work? How did he grow? How does, how does the mom? I don't know. I, I got because I, whole The whole thing was that he had died and she was seeking revenge. Yes. So he's dead. That was established. But how did he grow? <laughs> like, and he keeps coming. There was, was it Jason 9? Don't or he J- get Social Security at some point? Because like he's been, been if doing it, this for a minute. Maybe. I mean, some people still get checks when they're dead and people yeah. cash them. But there was one movie. I forget. It was one of the later ones. It was before Jason X. It might have been 8 or 9 where the spirit of Jason got out. It was the very beginning of the movie. And there was a woman... So fucking stupid. The woman was laying on the ground. I forget why she was laying on the ground, but the camera like zoomed up, and I guess you're, it zo- literally zoomed up to like in between her legs. And I guess you're supposed to believe that the spirit of Jason inhabited her and like was birthed another like grown ass man. It was really fu- those Jason. Those Jason movies are terrible. I hope nobody ever remakes those movies. <laughs> Um, that was your number two. two. My number two is Candyman. Yes. Candyman was very, it would be my honorable mentions. <laughs> Candyman. But it's not anything that gave me ongoing nightmares. If I, if I had thought about it and had a reason to, I would have gone to the Cabrini Green projects in Chicago just to see, cause that's what tripped me out the most. It's like. Sure, it's it's a black cat. Like it's not the first black guy. Like I've seen, I'd seen Blackula. You know, I'd seen a couple of other, like Death by Temptation. But you know what it is too, though. With him is um, what's his name? Todd. To- Tony Todd. Tony Todd. He has that real kind of laid back, kind of you know, cool vibe about him. But he was like also like a thespian. Yeah. Like yes. like like a because I. If I'm not mistaken, the book like that, he was intelligent, the book, bu- but had that, you know, that kind of like cool vibe, like like you wouldn't expect that of him. Yeah, yeah. And then it went a whole different direction. But I think 
part I want I never read this the story, but I believe the book that the the movie or the short story that it's book is based off of took place in London. So I wonder how much of that original character in like a London state of mind, especially in like the mm. late eighties, early nineties, kind of rubbed off on how they because he's definitely more like a like a, a suave like yes, he he's that's wa- a good word. He's walking through Chicago with like a, a like a ankle length mink coat on with a hook for a hand and he he's talking in his like this deep voice, but it's not just like I'm gonna fucking kill you, girl. It's like you're gonna let me into the essence of your spirit. Like it's like just yeah, melodic. Yeah, like these real like monologues of just I don't know. It was a really powerful film, but then you see that it's like happening in one of the biggest uh, housing projects in America. Um, the fact that the story was able to grip the black community, like mm-hmm. to literally become like an urban myth. Um, but then to see it manifest, yeah. I don't know that movie. It like, I think it, it wasn't as big of a hit when I feel like it's more of a cult movie now, yes. but I think um, there's a few movies like that, that we like. Though. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I, I've always been a fan of, cult films cult books as well i read a lot of i um, love movies like when that. they have like no money to make it yeah well i mean and candy man they... candy man wasn't it it doesn't feel like a cheap movie but it definitely no. it definitely feels like they use the lack of like insane special effects to their advantage yeah like i think some of the most expensive stuff is probably him like flying in and probably out of that windows coat. that coat was probably <laughs> fucking expensive and i'm not even a fan of the the, the sequels but just that Candyman story. Is he in the sequels? Yes, I think. Is Tony, she? No, I think Tony Todd's the only constant in those three Candyman movies. I'm going to be interested to see what the the newer version that's supposed They're to come. making a new one. Yeah, Jordan Peele's producing it. It's. I think it's supposed to be modern, but I think it's supposed to play off of the uh, the story of the originals. I don't know if that means it's inhabiting new people. I don't know what it is, but in Jordan Peele's hands, I feel like is it's Tony safe. Todd still alive. Tony Todd is still alive. He, um, I don't know if he's going to be in this one, but he was in an episode of that TV show Riverdale, the the Archie comic mm-hmm. thing, um, last year. So he's still working, but I think he's working on a lot of random projects. Nothing like too crazy. Like he's still like a. A character actor type guy, and I would I would assume Candyman was his biggest thing, but he's definitely still out there. Okay. And and when that episode of Riverdale came out, I want to say it was Halloween the last year, and with him in it, it was definitely like they picked this motherfucker because he be he can be kind of scary in these situations. Yeah. So yeah, I think especially if you're one of the people that has seen Candyman, you can't separate him 100 from that role 100. So yeah, that's gonna lend. You know, some creepy Facts. credits right there. A hundred percent. What's your uh, your number one? You already know my number one. Do I? What's your number one? The Exorcist. Ah, yeah, that makes sense. That makes a lot so of sense. So I would have been three, I think, when I first Probably, saw it. Probably, yeah. Two or three. Yeah. And in the theaters. In the, mo- in the drive-in. Damn. And then it was such a hit, though, that I remember them showing it multiple times over summers. It kept coming summers, out, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I was having to watch it multiple times mm-hmm. as a kid. And then when they started showing it on TV, my parents would always be watching it. They want us in the living room so they know where we are, blah, blah, blah. 
and they knew the movie scared me to death. And for years I would get in trouble and I learned how to, <laughs> I learned how to run and jump very quietly mm -hmm. because I was so scared to go near the edge of the bed mm -hmm. because, you know, the devil was like under the bed or whatever, mm -hmm. making the bed jump and, uh, or the demon or whatever it was. And, um, so I would run from the hall and then from like the doorway to the bed, I would leap jump into bed. and make sure I knew how to land in the middle of the bed. <sighs> and, um, uh, morning was okay until winter when I had to get up and it was dark outside mm -hmm. and I had to get off the bed. Right. I was scared to death. Makes sense. And I have been that way since then. You jump in our bed? I do not jump, but, uh, that's why we have a platform bit. <laughs> makes sense. It makes um, sense. I missed the storage option, but yeah. yeah. And that that was why, I don't know if you remember, uh, when we had a bed with space under it, I kept it full. There was always like some type of... Uh, the uh, bins like and the, things the like the that. Flat, the flat plastic yeah, bins. I kept yeah. it full because then nothing could fit under it. Understood. So even as an adult, like you still figure out ways to make it okay. Yeah. And it's like, I know there's nothing there. But it but just you still gotta eases have some, my mind. Some space occupying yes. there. Yeah. I feel so, you. So, yeah. That and, um, you know, there are so many horrible moments in that movie. Yeah. It's um, a lot. Her, you know, stabbing herself with the crucifix in the vagina yeah. and her head twisting. And What'd she say? Your mother sucks cocks in hell? You know. What a wild line. You know. Um. The uncut version is even worse with that crab walk. I shit. remember I, I never saw The Exorcist and I it might have been like 97. Because I remember going to the theater with a couple of friends. It might have been a little later. But we went to see it and I was like, holy shit. She crab walked down the stairs. And it was like. It was a it, gymnast. Yeah. But it was such a quick. Like, I guess they sped it up. But like her walking down the steps was so fast. Yeah. If you so would have blinked, you wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. And um, what did you think when you went to go see it? It was bugged out. I mean, I, it was, there was some, you know, like a Leslie Nielsen would do those spoof movies. Mm -hmm. And there's some movie where he, and I think Linda Blair was in it too, where they spoofed that whole sequence. Mm -hmm. So I knew a lot of the references, you know, the pea soup and the head spinning yep. around and all that stuff. But to see the actual film, it like, it was so chaotic. It, it that's a really good word for it. Yeah. Um. You know, I I think people also gloss over not just what was going on with Reagan, but what was going on with the priest with that the they priest, were like yeah. fucking that it the the demon was like fucking with him about his mom. Yeah. Yeah. And all that you know. So you have all these like separate stories. You got this. You know, dad's not there. The uh -huh. mom's trying to figure out what the fuck is going. You know, she don't know nothing. Word. Um, you know, she's just trying to figure out how to keep her daughter alive and then trying to s also let me try to figure out here and there how to get her back, yeah, you know? Yeah. So, you know, it's just like super awkward. Like even from the beginning when she just like, she interrupts the dinner party, she just like pees on the floor. You're like, what the yeah, hell is that? Yeah. You know? So, and, and, but the, and the, the wild thing is that stuff still hits. Yeah. There's still movies coming out about people being possessed and mm -hmm. you know exorcisms and stuff like that that's and then to know it was loosely based on a boy and, and yeah there, th there was some true there was some yeah. pr supposed truth to the actual tale yeah. yeah and uh you know so 
we all knew that i don't i didn't know that at three but you know gr- i grew up knowing that this was a true you know somewhat of a based true story a true or something thing, yeah. and but when you're a kid you hear based on a true story you're thinking this the whole is exactly is what happened mm-hmm. was this you know what i'm seeing so you know it petrified me yeah. and that again has stayed with me for my entire life since i've seen the, that movie and uh you know Say it. <laughs> Look at all the beds in the house. Yeah, there's no way to get in there. I have platform beds for everybody. That's crazy. <laughs> I don't like sitting on the couch because I can see the space under it, but I can't see it on the chair. And you got a whole cover that covers uh-huh. the whole feet and everything. That's mm-hmm. interesting. It's it's it's. And I imagine a lot of us and, have and those things. I know things. you in your head. You're like, okay, so it's some, this is all making. <laughs> no, yeah, 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 yeah. No, <laughs> like it, it you, totally. You didn't know it was a thing, but I'm telling you now, it's a thing. But you don't. I, I, I think it's it's always interesting that you don't realize things like that. Like mm-hmm. the decisions you make, a lot of people make are informed by these phobias and and, and, the, <laughs> and, the, and these things that they've seen that have you know fucked them up or you know were really good for them either i think it works both ways but it's always interesting to me yeah. to see you know how those um how those things come together because they're not always spelled out but right. it, all, it all makes sense um my number one and having recently seen damn should i even say this i didn't sign an nda having recently seen the upcoming film dr sleep which is a sequel to The Shining. I think The Shining. I I remember watching The Shining fairly young. I was very young when I saw it. Seeing, I didn't understand it enough to be scared by it. I, I was super confused. I don't understand it now. Yeah, I well, I still don't get it now, but I I definitely didn't understand it as a kid. The, so I, I think because it was so beyond my. I just kind of zoned it out, and I, I didn't really pay. I remember the little girls, but yeah. to this day, I don't remember what the reference is with the little girls. Like, I know there was little girls, and he went down the hall, but I don't know that... Did something happen with the little girls? I believe the story... Because I rewatched it a couple of years ago, but I believe the story was they died in the hotel, mm-hmm. but their spirits were still living. I think that's essentially what it is. The, the hotel that... Um, it's like a collection of souls. Yeah, they they... they manifest and just live in that hotel and the longer you're there the more they can affect you so did they do anything to the little boy because i remember him riding the the big wheel they wanted to corrupt him that that was a thing though the shine because when you hear the shining the title when you think of the story the title doesn't really make any sense the shining is literally the power that the boy had Mm -hmm. to be able to recognize that there's fucked up shit. There's something living. There's something, you know, lurking in the hotel. The hotel is not just a collection of rooms and wood and shit. There's an entity here. And that ability with the shining, you're able to notice things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, not that it helped him because his dad still tried to kill him. And his mom. And his mom. Um, I know Jack dies. Jack dies. He ends up freezing in the in the maze. Yeah, but... The little boy and his mom, I don't, I never remember because I was too young. They end up surviving, and that's the thing. Doctor Sleep was a book that was a sequel to The Shining. It actually gets deeper into um, 
think his name was Danny. Danny's uh, yes. his ability, and you know, and how that can manifest itself in man- in modern time, and how he's not really because, like the black guy in the in the spot, he had the same um, power as well. Mm-hmm. But in Doctor Sleep, you learn that there's more people that have these powers, and they use those abilities to, you know, ward off other problems. But um, that aren't that have nothing to do with the hotel, essentially. But is this Doctor Sleep back at the hotel? They do make their way back to the hotel, yeah. And I mean, the movie doesn't drop until mid or November eighth, something. It's coming up in a couple weeks. Okay. Um, And but did you like it? I liked it. I and I think if you're a fan of The Shining, I'm talking a lot about this movie. I don't know if I'm allowed to, but if you're a fan of The Shining, um, I think you appreciate a lot of it. they do. There's a lot of callbacks to, because um, it's it's essentially Danny as an adult. Okay. He's lived with this power, and you know, um, he has to now he he lived with it enough to realize how he can suppress it. Mm-hmm. But now he's in a situation where he has to use it. Okay. And it's him. I mean. If, if you were in a situation where you had this power, you can sense everything that's going on and hear people talking, not having a conversation, some people would use it to their best advantage. Him, he went to the bottle. He became an alcoholic. You know, he was living a really fucked up life. So he's having to combat that because there's a bigger problem mm-hmm. that his powers can can, can uh, be better better suited for. Um but there in the film there are a lot of callbacks to the shining. Oh cool. Um you know if you're a fan of the shining I think you'll appreciate a lot of what it does. But I think just maybe I'll have to watch the shining first so I can try to the thing the movie is so fucked up. There's bl- the this, the new one? The original. Oh. The original I mean cuz it's direct I remember the, the whole red rum. Red rum the- is crazy. Red Rum is crazy. Yes, I remember that. I remember the black guy. I remember Jack freezing in the maze. You remember the elevators opening and just blood spewing out yes. of them? Um, the old naked Welcome lady. Welcome to my childhood. <laughs> the old naked lady in, in the room, in the shower. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something else. Didn't she like disintegrate or something? She was just like a decrepit old. Like if, yeah. there, was a, if there was an old lady that died naked and was sitting in a coffin for 50 years. Imagine that coming out and just like sitting in a shower, like yeah. waiting for you to to call you over. Um, but like the shots with like Jack Nicholson with the axe hitting the fucking the the bathroom door. I remember yep. I remember seeing that young. I don't mm. remember when the movie came out, but whenever I saw that scene, I feel like I was watching something on AMC talking about just like the greatest films ever. I was like, yo, this is crazy. This is fucking crazy. Um, it's stuff like that that scared me more. That that whole scene where he's, where Jack's totally out of his mind, and um, is chasing after his wife and his kid. That fucked me up when I was young. So I would have been nine. That came out in eighty. Nineteen eighty. Okay. That makes sense. Another Stephen King. Yeah, another Stephen King. Um, but I think the funny thing is, that was directed by Stanley Kubrick and. Yep. Stephen King did not like that version of the film. No, I know. I, he, I've um, read that many times. It was a for for people that don't know, it's a situation where, I mean, Stephen King books are so fucking long. They are, very and there's long. so much in there. And I think he's very detailed. He's very detailed, but I think it was also like. But he paints such a good picture. He's a great storyteller. There's, mm-hmm. there's, if you look, 
for something we were doing at work, we were looking at all the movies that have come out from like the seventies until now. And it's crazy to see how like 1922, Mm -hmm. that's a Stephen King thing. There's another thing that was on um, Netflix called Gerald's game. Yes. I need to watch it. It sounds great. It's literally a husband and a wife are having like some freaky sex. Yep. And he has a heart attack or something. But the, the dude is handcuffed and he has a heart attack and dies. Well, she's handcuffed. She, Whatever the situation is, it's a fucked up situation where she has to fit, like, that's it. Like, (laughs) the story is in their room, they're incapacitated, dude is dead, she has to figure out what it is. Um, The way Stephen King wrote the book for The Shining, it was more about the father figure's alcoholism Mm -hmm. playing a bigger role in it, because Stephen King was an alcoholic. Yes. So I think that was part of it, and what Stanley Kubrick came up with was more about possession and, you know, spirits and, you know, evil spirits inhabiting people. And he had to write a letter like, I understand what this movie is and I don't want to denounce Stephen King's original idea. Like there was some whole letter he had to write for Stephen King to be like, okay, you can release this movie. And there was a, um, I want to say it was in the late 90s. There was another version of The Shining. That was a, you know, to bring it full circle, there was like a two, two-night two TV movie mm-hmm. thing that dealt more with the alcoholism. And Stephen King was into that. I never watched it, but I remember people saying it was pretty bad. Mm. But um, it was interesting to see what Stanley Kubrick, who is like a phenomenal filmmaker, did with this particular tale. And it's probably it's one of those films that like, I don't think I'll ever be in a, a space where Jack Nicholson is, but if I am, I would like be a little wary. Like he seems like he's, <laughs> you know, legit between the Joker and the shining facts. Exactly. <laughs> I don't want to tussle with that guy when he's pissed no. off. I don't care how old that motherfucker is at this point, but I, again, that's a testament to him and his work and, and the material. So yeah, that's my, uh, maybe we'll need to do a Stephen King countdown. Have you seen a lot of Stephen King stuff? Mm hmm. Maybe I've read can, a bunch of books. Maybe we can do that for the end of the month. That that could work. Our top five Stephen King. Mm-hmm. Damn. The Shining's on my list, but the, 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 there's others. I have a bunch of stuff on my list, yeah. Yeah. I've read a bunch of his stuff. Books or movies or just in general? Both, in general. Scary stuff, though? Because don't forget he did, like, The Green Mile. I know. Um... I, I like all of it, I, but I like how some of his stuff is just, it's just a story, you know, like, yes. it's like how the Green Mile is. It's just this amazing story. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily anything that's scary, but then I like the scary stuff too. Like, uh, was it the Thinner and... Thinner. Was, was the one we fucked with Sleepwalkers? Sleepwalkers. Sleepwalkers is fire. You know. But I love Dolores Claiborne. Dolores Claiborne. Amazing film. Mm-hmm. Amazing film. Um, um, Misery. Misery was good. and But I actually prefer Dolores Claiborne. I think Dolores Claiborne's a much better story. It's a great story. I think Misery, there's so many great performances uh, in that film. She's though. amazing in both. Kathy Bates. Yeah, is, Kathy that, Bates is just a bomb. That I mean, I don't want to say I put her on a map, but I know, like, I, don't, I didn't know who Kathy Bates was until that film. Mm-hmm. And... Everything she's done since is just like, oh, yeah, that's 
I know she's dope because she was yeah. in misery fucking Annie. hobbling people. <laughs> that was damn. That might be an honorable mention. That and scene. And, and it doesn't uh, uh, hurt me any that I can't stand James Conn. So, yeah, he he was. Well, I think that's funny. I think he was enough of like a pompous Hollywood asshole where you're like. Fuck this guy. Yeah, it's okay. I'm good with it. <laughs> you can you can beat his ass. I don't care. Like you you want him to get out at some point. It's like it, it gets to be too much. Mm, but maybe you do. I think <laughs> I think it, it helps that he was like a real like Hollywood schmuck. Yes. You know that helps a lot. So. So. Maybe yeah. Maybe we should do a yeah a Stephen King. There's a lot. If you go to oh wi- my gosh. If yeah. you go to Wikipedia and just look at film. Might have to do two separate lists and go through it a little faster than we normally do because I might have to do five books versus five movies. I've only read... I had to read Sawshank for school and I read the story that was uh, Stand By Me. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've read any more... Oh, I've read tons. We King. read We read Thinner. No, we read 1922. No, we read Thinner years ago. We were still on Waverly. Well, maybe you didn't read it. I didn't read Thinner. We were supposed to read it. I read it. I, I read Thinner. We had it. I don't I don't think I read I never read Thinner. I didn't I, there's a lot of Stephen King I've not read. I know his I, stories but I never read. I think read I've read more Stephen King than I've watched. I remember having cuz the one cuz he's he does a lot of I I think he's dope with like a lot of the smaller like the short stories mm-hmm. and when Dinner we, is like a super short book. Yeah, when we did uh, Stand By Me in school, it had, because there was that other movie that came out, At Pupil, it was like a collection of four short stories <laughs> in mm. the one. I never read all of them, but I remember they were all, and it was like two or three of the stories in the book ended up becoming movies at some point. Mm-hmm. Sleepwalkers is that shit, though. That's not, that movie does not scare me at all, but that movie is a great it's horror a great film. Movie. Yeah. But she, okay. But you don't rock. See, that's the thing. You don't watch. Like, I know some people that will do, you know, we're in the month of October. It's spooky season, Halloween, whatever. They'll watch a scary movie every day. I don't do that. But it would be dope to watch a couple of, like, scary-ish films. Okay. But I don't know what, like, your threshold well, is. Well, we, we did say we were going to start, like, uh coming to bed early on wednesday nights yeah. so we can like watch a show together you trying to watch a, a, a halfway scary movie um, when you got work in the next morning well it's just the fact that i gotta go to sleep exactly so maybe saturday mornings for like scary stuff yeah that makes sense or like sunday mornings or we maybe be in bed laying around in bed on sunday morning so but sk- sleepwalkers doesn't scare you no why is that is that because it's it's <laughs> it's so hokey? <laughs> but but I mean, is it is part of it the fact that the bad guys lose? No, part of it is that we got four cats. The cats are really important to that <laughs> film. The cats are dumb important to that <laughs> we film. We got four cats. Fuck the sleepwalkers. I got four cats. <laughs> we got Anne. We ain't gonna deal with nothing. Anne will beat every fucking sleepwalker imaginable. Is that why we have She's four so cats? She's so evil. Do we, do we keep no. getting cats because you want to avoid the sleepwalkers? No, but it's, I'll use it as an excuse to get some more cats. That's fucking cats. funny. <laughs> no, we got we got platform beds uh, in the house because of the exorcist. But no, we do not have four cats <laughs> because of sleepwalkers. <laughs> On that note. On yep. that note, that on was fun. On that one. Okay, so this was a good time. That was fun. <laughs> that was fun. 
Okay, so you can do it. Uh, hey guys. Uh, before we get out of here, we'd like to thank all of our sponsors. Maybe they're scared right now. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> they, they got they got spooked halfway in. Nah, but yeah. Um, as always, prettyunlimited.com. Pretty Unlimited on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Pandora, Pandora, wherever you get podcasts, we're probably around. Um, pretty underscore Unlimited on Instagram, Pretty Unlimited on Twitter, uh, Pretty Unlimited at gmail.com. If you have any questions, comments, tipsy advice, suggestions, uh, hit us up. Let us know. Mm-hmm.